past performance is not indicative of future results. Statements such as and similar to, we told our clients to get out of the market in 2007 and 2008. We told our clients to get back in the market in 2009. And clients that followed our advice were out of the market in 2008 refer to the recommendations collectively made by Money Matters principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC and also at Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated. These statements refer to a buy, hold, and sell strategy, which Money Matters has been using since its inception in 2011. Please note the additional disclosures at the end of our broadcast, which address this strategy and other important items. Unless otherwise stated, references to the market refer to the S&P 500 index. Indexes are unmanaged and investors cannot invest directly in an index. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. You are through, I think, and you have definitely done us wrong. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to Money Matters with Ken Morafe. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe, and this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about the stock market, inflation. We talk about Social Security, estate planning, income taxes. You name it, we talk about it, and we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all this boring financial stuff. And this week's going to be no exception because we have a lot of boring financial stuff to talk about. But before we go one step further, let me introduce myself. I am Ken Morafe, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morafe. Why, thank you, Jack. And I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. I feel good. Yes, I do. And actually, you know, <laughs> that was an abrupt stop there, Jack. <laughs> I was expecting more. Uh, I do feel good. And, uh, you know, all of the ideas that we uh, talk about on this show, these are the very same ideas we talk about with our beloved and most valued clients. And we, uh, as our name of our firm implies, we work with people who are retired or retiring soon, who are over 50. And if that is you, then uh, we would love to meet you and see if we can help you achieve your retirement goals. Our website is rpoa.com. And when you're there, we podcast this show. We also uh, have videos, we have articles, we have all kinds of information about planning for retirement, whether you are about to retire or you are already there. So I encourage you to go there. Um, also, so, you know, one of the things that, uh, uh, well, let me go over with you what we're going to talk about on this, our weekly excursion into the land of retirement planning. So the first thing I want to do is I want to go uh, talk with you about what is going on with this crazy market. And, uh, you know, there's a guy by the name of uh, Jeremy Grantham who he called the uh, many of the big stock market crashes, the Y2K, the 2008. He's been in the business for 50 years, highly respected. And he says that we are in a super bubble that has started to pop. And so I want to talk with you about what he has to say. 
and uh, we'll, we'll kind of examine that. He says it's already begun, and it's going to be as bad as 2008, if not worse, is what he said. Well, we'll see, okay? So we'll talk about that in our first segment. Now, also, um, one of the things that is really important is, you know, when it comes to your finances, is understanding how your money works and what does what. And so this week, I want to talk with you about how to turn income into wealth. Okay, because there are a lot of people that have a very high income, and in my opinion, I would consider them poor. And there are people who have very low incomes that, in my opinion, I would consider those people to be wealthy. So what's the difference? Well, we'll talk about that in our second segment, how to turn income into wealth, which is a nice thing to think about. Also, um, this week, as we do every week, we're going to talk about social security, and we're going to talk about how working affects your social security benefits. Okay, so if you're still working, or if you're in that phase where you want to maybe slow down working, or you want to work another couple of years, whatever, you, you you have to make some big decisions there with regard to how that impacts social security, when and how. So I want to give you the information. We'll, we'll talk about that and answer questions that you might have. Now, also. As you guys know, our, our philosophy, because we work with people primarily who are within five years of retirement or are, who are in the first five years of their retirement, so that, that 10 years is what we consider to be the single most important decade of your entire financial life. And we believe that protecting against big losses is very, very important. And right now, you know, the way the market's been behaving, uh, we are close to uh, saying, you know what, we're going to get out of the market just as, uh, you know, Jeremy Grantham, when I talk about what he said, he's already done it and he's a big investor. Um, and so we're going to talk about uh, why losses in your portfolio are so dangerous. You know, everybody wants to grow their money. I know that. But in our view, if you're in that decade that I was just talking about, protecting against losses is actually more important in our view. And I want to tell you why we think that and why I think you should think that. Now, you know what, Jack? Most shows would actually stop right there. Most shows would say, hey, if we did just that, we have done more than our listening audience could possibly want from a financial show. Somebody stop me. Oh, don't you dare stop me, because on this show, do we only go where people expect us to? Of course we don't. We boldly go where no financial show has gone before, and therefore, at about 10 till, we're going to answer the burning question, ladies and gentlemen, that has been keeping you up at night. You've been worrying about this. You've been stressed. You've had anxiety, and we don't want you to have all that. We want you to sleep well. And so we're going to talk about, do you need a living trust? We're going to answer that question for you. And once and for all, you're going to be able to say, okay, now I can sleep. All right? And that's what we're about. <laughs> now, before we, get before we dive into the show, I just want to give you an update on my grandson, Nathaniel. So Nathaniel was born September 1st. So he's officially now, what is it, five months old. Oh, my gosh. It's like, how fast does time fly? And uh, he's starting, you know, I have to admit, everybody goes, oh, when you have a new grandson, you know, it changes your life and it pulls on your heartstrings and you're all in love and this and that. No, that's not true. I, don't, I didn't find that. My wife did. I didn't. He's, all, he does is, all he does is cry and he wants to be fed and he always, he's burping and he's slobbering all over everything. And it's like he doesn't interact with you. It's like, no, I did, that's work. I don't want that. But now, you know, he's starting, he's, he's so cute. He gets cuter every single day and he loves squished up banana. So if you give him a spoon of that banana flavored stuff, oh man, he's your best friend now. He loves you. And so, and he reaches for it. He's figured out how to use his hands and his arms and he's actually can see. So he's turning into a little human being 
And uh, he is, uh, yes, now he's starting to pull on me, okay? So I have to admit that grandchildren are actually kind of cool, but not in that first <laughs> five, six months, not for da granddad anyway, and certainly not for dad. I could see dad is like frazzled. But anyway, let's talk about uh, Jeremy Grantham. So Jeremy Grantham is this, uh, he's, he's a guy that's been uh, investing for over 50 years, and he was interviewed, uh, and he works for uh, Boston Asset Management uh, Company, GMO, and uh, he was being interviewed by uh, Bloomberg, and he said that he thinks that we are on the way to a historic collapse in stocks, and he predicted a year ago that it would start, and he said that even with the intervention by the Federal Reserve, who has come to the rescue in, the, in, in you know last year with the pandemic, uh, he said they can't prevent an eventual plunge of almost 50%. And he said, uh, you know, that, and, and he called the 2008 and he called the Y2K as well. So he's not somebody to, to take lightly. Uh, he says, I wasn't quite certain about this bubble a year ago as I had been about the tech bubble of 2000 or as I was about uh, Japan because he called the Japan crash as well or as I had been about the housing bubble in 2007, uh, he said to Bloomberg. He said, I felt, high, I felt it was highly likely last year, but perhaps not nearly certain. Today, I feel it is just about nearly certain. So in his analysis, he's got abundant evidence that in this article, the first sign of trouble he points to came last February when dozens of the most speculative stocks began to fall. One was uh, Kathy Wood's ARK Innovation ETF, which now is looking like it may actually go out of business. It has tumbled by 52%. He said the next thing is the Russell 2000 index, and that has been dropping. It's in bear market territory right now. And then he said, finally, what he says bubbles happen is when you have all these, he calls it crazy investor behavior. And he goes, and, and an in indication of that is all these meme stocks and the buying frenzy in electrical vehicle names. And he says what stands out above all the others is this whole thing. People actually are valuing Dogecoin, which is an invented thing that somebody made up as a joke, and, and it's worth thousands of dollars and billions of dollars in the marketplace. And he says, and now we've got these NFTs, these non-fungible uh, tokens, which are, which are basically digital pictures that are worth millions. He says, once you see that kind of crazy investor behavior happening, he says, that's when the bubble's coming to an end. And it's going to pop. And he thinks that we're in the beginnings of that. The other thing that he talks about, which is kind of interesting, is this reversion to the mean, which is that, you know, the stock market tends to be uh, hovering around the long-term trend. And right now, we are significantly above the long-term trend. And therefore, he believes that we're going to see a major market crash coming. Now, do I believe that too? I don't know. I, I'm not in the business of uh, you know predicting big market crashes and those kind of things. What we do is we have a strategy that is mathematical. And if the strategy says that the momentum has reached a point where now the odds are that we are going to continue to see losses, that's when we say it's time to sell and, and, and protect ourselves. That's why we call our strategy invest and protect. And uh, one of the things that we want to do is protect our clients from major losses. I'm going to talk about in later, later in the show why that's so important. But we want to mitigate the downside and participate in the upside however much there is there available to us. So it's that balance between those two. And we think that's particularly important for those of you who are over 50 who are retired or retiring soon. So if you fit in that category, then I ask you, if he's right, if the market drops by 50% and we have another 
pronounced bear market like in 2008 or Y2K or the others. What, what mechanisms do you have in place to protect yourself so that you can retire if you want to or you can stay retired if, if you want to stay retired? If you don't, then I would say that your, your retirement plan is incomplete. And what I would suggest you do is you go to our website. It's rpoa.com, and uh, you can subscribe to the show, have it podcasted to you. You can listen to it when you want. You can uh, subscribe to my Market Alert uh, uh, video weekly email. You can also uh, attend our seminars on building your retirement plan and protecting yourself from the next market crash. You can visit with one of our retirement planners and schedule a time to visit either in person or virtually. We have lots of resources available to you. We want to help you to achieve the retirement that you're looking for. We call your retirement your second childhood without parental supervision. So what does that mean to you? Okay, whatever that means, we want to help facilitate that for you. And we have lots of resources, lots of content, lots of educational stuff, and the ability to talk to somebody if you'd like. So go to our website. It's rpoa.com and avail yourself of all of the above. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to, turn, we're going to talk about how to turn income into wealth. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack. And I am Senior Retirement Planner and Founder of Retirement Planners of America. And we're a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work with the most wonderful people in the entire universe. And that's people who are retired or retiring soon, who are over 50. And if that is you, we'd love to meet you. We'd love to see if we can help you. The show is designed for you. Our website is designed to help you. And our website is rpoa.com, in case you were wondering. And uh, you can podcast this show. I encourage you to subscribe. You can also watch our videos. You can listen to art, uh, uh, read articles, tons and tons of stuff on our website. And hopefully you, you love this show as much as I in- love bringing it to you. And so I, I love it. <laughs> I do love it. Yes. And, uh, you know, facilitate, we, we, we call retirement your second childhood without parental supervision. And uh, by that, we mean that you know, you've worked your entire life, you've, you've saved, you've scrimped, you've sacrificed, you've raised your kids, and hopefully you've ushered them out the door, and uh, you're, you're now ready to go out and just enjoy the rest of your life. And in many ways, it's like a second childhood, except now you don't have your parents telling you to be home at 10 o'clock. You can stay out late if you want. <laughs> you can sleep in. And uh, we want to facilitate that, whatever that means to you. If it means travel, if it means grandchildren, if it means golf, whatever your passion, whatever your thing is, we want to help facilitate that. We have two goals. One is we want your money to last as long as you do. And secondly, we want you to have financial peace of mind. And if we can deliver that to you, then we feel like we've done a really good thing. And uh, we also can uh, look in the mirror and feel good about ourselves. So our website, once again, is rpoa.com. So in this segment, I want to talk with you about how to turn income into wealth. Okay, a lot of people confuse income with wealth. And, you know, you see somebody that makes a lot of money, you know, they have a high income and they're driving around in a nice car and they have a beautiful home and they have these nice clothes and they're traveling and they're doing all this wonderful stuff. But that isn't wealth. That's income. So there's a difference between the two. And to get kind of a little bit technical with you on that, the difference is your income statement versus your balance sheet. Okay, and so the income statement shows you the amount of income you have and your expenses and what's left over after that. That's your income statement. 
but your balance sheet tells you how much wealth you have. So you could have somebody who has a very high income and has no wealth because they spend all their money or they spend more than what they make. They actually have credit cards and you know they've borrowed and whatever else, and they could have a negative net worth, which actually is a definition of bankruptcy. <laughs> I remember years ago, there was uh, one of the owners of the Dallas Cowboys – uh, since we live in Dallas and we're we're uh, big Dallas Cowboys fans, uh, this year was tough, I know, or last year rather. But uh, be that as it may, um, there was a one of the owners of the Cowboys at one point had a huge income, but he didn't have enough money. He didn't have any, the wealth. His debt was so high, he had to sell the Cowboys and he couldn't keep them anymore. So how do you turn income into wealth? First thing is to understand the difference. Income is not wealth. So and, and as I said at the top of the show, there, there are lots of people who have a high income and are poor, and there are people with a low income that are wealthy. So what's the difference? Well, number one is spend less than you earn. I mean, it's not – by the way, this is not going to be rocket science, okay? <laughs> a lot of this is just common sense. But, you know, it's amazing how many people don't follow common sense. So the first thing is make sure that you don't spend more than you make. The, se the, 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 the second thing is don't confuse debt with wealth, okay? Somebody who borrows a million dollars and then goes and spends a million dollars on toys and stuff like that is actually poor. They have a lot of stuff, but they have a lot of debt, okay? Know the difference. There's assets. There's liabilities, and liabilities are how much you owe. Assets is how much you own, and if you take your assets minus your liabilities, that will tell you your net worth. So assets put money in your pocket. Liabilities take money out of your pocket. Just remember that. Fascinating. And Yes, and very logical, Mr. Spock, as well. Now, rich people, people who have become rich, buy luxuries last. Poor people buy luxuries first. Remember that. You buy the luxuries last. You build your wealth first, then you buy the luxuries. You don't start buying luxuries before you have the wealth to cover it. And then the last thing to say is manage your spending. Okay, Don't live paycheck to paycheck. And make sure – You know, one of the things that we always tell our clients is that ca positive happiness is a positive cash flow. And in our view, you start with that. Okay, The way you build wealth is you manage the income statement which is your income and your expenses, so that you have money left over, because the money you have left over, if it doesn't get spent, goes onto your balance sheet, and then once it get, resides on your balance sheet, it creates your net worth, which is your wealth. So the way you build wealth is by creating as much net income as you can to accumulate money in the other bucket. Now, one of the things that we do if you come in to visit with us is we do what's called the Retirement Cash Flow Plan. It's a, an RCFP. And it, with the RCFP, what we want to do is we want to look at all of your expenses. We want to look at all of your sources of income, Social Security, if you have real estate, if you have a part-time job, if you're still working. Uh, we want to look at all your sources of income, and we want to create that cash flow plan for you so we can see how much is left over. And if you're retired, chances are there is none left over. Chances are that it's not enough to cover your cost of living. That difference has to come from your wealth from your accumulated earnings, right, from your balance sheet, the amount you've saved up. And we want to look at that and see if that is enough to support what you want to spend and not run out of money. And that is, uh, uh, I think, an important consideration. So by doing this retirement cash flow plan, we, we can accomplish several goals for you. The first one is 
If you're not retired and you're thinking you want to, we can help you to see whether you can or not. Okay, do you have enough money to retire? Do you have income after you retire? If you don't, are your investments enough to support, et cetera? The other thing that the retirement cash flow plan does is we take into account decisions on when and how to take Social Security. So we can build that into the model and look at should you take it now? Should you wait? What are the tax implications of that? When should you, if you're married, if you're working, all those kind of decisions. The other thing that it does is it helps us to look at your income tax picture. And then it helps us to understand when, how long your money will support you for. If we know all of that information, now we can start moving the pieces around. And we can figure out, you know, maybe you're spending too much. Maybe you need to work a little longer. Maybe you're ready to retire and you're there. So all of those kind of things we can do for you, but we can't do it if you don't let us. So here's what I encourage you to do. Go to our website. It's rpoa.com. And when you're there, click on Meet with an Advisor. If you do that, we'll schedule a time to visit with you, and we'll do it virtually or in person, whichever you prefer. And uh, what we'll do is we'll, we'll have you bring to us all the information we need to build that RCFP for you. And once we have that, we can also determine how much risk is appropriate, how you should invest your money. Lots of stuff comes from that, but you have to start there in our view. So our website is rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. All right. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Well, I do too. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about how working affects Social Security. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. So we are back. This is Money Matters with moi, your, your host, Ken Morafe, and I am Senior Retirement Planner and Founder of Retirement Planners of America. And we're a firm that specializes in retirement planning, which means that we work with the most wonderful people in the entire universe, and that is people who are retired, retiring soon. And if that is you, then we'd love to meet you, see if we can help you. Our website, this show, everything we do is geared around our governing idea, which is we want your retirement to be your second childhood without parental supervision. Wow! Yes, we want you to go play and have fun and enjoy. We want your money to last as long as you do, and we want your you to have financial peace of mind. If we can do all of that, we think we've done a good thing. Our website is rpoa.com. And if you go there, you can podcast the show. I encourage you to subscribe. Also, we have videos, we have articles, we have seminars, and we have uh, all kinds of great stuff. So if you go there, I I encourage you to. It's rpoa.com. Now, this is the part of the show where we talk about social security. And, uh, you know, I would say that of all the topics that we talk about with clients and prospective clients, Social Security probably is at the very top of the list. And the reason why is because it affects just about everybody that we talk to, but also uh, it's just so complicated. And, you know, I think if, if, uh, if there was a gold medal for complexity, I think Social Security would win the gold medal every time. Uh, it, it is remarkably difficult to navigate that stuff. And one of the things that we do in our firm is we train our retirement planners to be proficient in Social Security. We have them take a, an annual certification test. Uh, we want to make sure that they are knowledgeable and up to speed when it comes to advising people on when and how to take Social Security. Because if you don't do it correctly, you could leave literally tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table uh, over the course of your lifetime. And that's that's just not not a good thing. Now, this uh, this week I want to talk with you about how working affects your social security benefits. And you know, a question we get asked pretty often by clients is, well, what if I keep working? Then what? Okay? So, uh, let me go over the, the basic there's a there's a basic earnings test 
that, that Social Security uses, and it's pretty straightforward. Anyone that is under their full retirement age, if you are working, they will take back $1 of benefit for every $2 that you earn over the earnings test threshold, which this year is $19,560. But even though that's simple, as with anything with Social Security, there's more to that. So let me give you an example of how it works. Um, let's say Bob, is uh, his, his uh, Social Security benefits at his uh, full retirement age of 67 would be $2,000. So he starts getting benefits early at age 62. So the actuarial, the actuarial, easy for me to say, reduction is 30%, which would he'd actually collect a benefit of $1,400 instead of the $2,000. So let's say he earns enough between the ages of 62 and 67 that he only receives six checks a year because what they do is they, they don't send you all your checks if you're making more than that threshold. Instead of getting the 60 checks that he should have gotten, he'll only get 30 over that four-year period. Now, when he turns 67, this is what they do. The actuarial reduction is removed from the missing checks. So this means they'll reduce the actuarial reduction from 25 to 12.5%, which means his benefit will then go up from 1400 to 1650 which essentially means that they've made him 64 years old, even though he started when he was 62, because of the fact that they added back what was withheld. Okay, so I think I confused the heck out of myself on that one. I'm, I'm like, I'm dizzy right now. I, I think I need to sit down. So if that wasn't complicated enough for you, then that should explain to you why it is important that you visit with one of our retirement planners before you make a, a, an important decision like when and how to take Social Security. Okay, because if you're still working, and you want to collect Social Security, there are ways of doing it where you can collect the full amount and not be penalized, but you got to know the rules. And talk to somebody that does, is my opinion. Oh, I'm so scared. So go to our website. It's rpoa.com. And while you're there, we have all kinds of uh, articles and videos, and we have podcasts, all kinds of information on Social Security, on when and how. Uh, and you can attend our seminar. We have a, 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 an actual seminar on Social Security, which goes through that with you and explains it in a way that I think you'll understand. Uh, we try to make it simple and easy for people to, to grasp it. Um, but most importantly, talk to one of our retirement planners. So if you if you click on meet with an advisor, we'll schedule a time to visit with you and we'll go through that making help you making that decision. Uh, attend our seminars. They're free. They're designed for those of you who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And we've had tens of thousands of people attend our seminars over the years. And uh, I'd like for you to be one of them so you can educate yourself and be smart when it does this when you make these decisions, okay? Cool. So, rpoa.com is the website. All right, now, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about why losses in your portfolio can be so dangerous. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. And uh, this is the, and, and you know, we, as our name implies, Retirement Planners of America, we work with people who are within five years of retirement or, or who are in the first five years of their retirement. So if you're in that decade, then we want to meet you and see if we can help you. Our goals are, are, are easy. One is we want your money to last as long as you do. And the other is we want you to have financial peace of mind because we want to worry about all of this boring financial stuff so that you don't have to. And if we can do that for you, I think you can go enjoy your second childhood without parental supervision, right? That's your retirement. We want you to do that. Now, I want to talk with you about, I would say it's a paradigm shift 
that somebody who is now contemplating retirement that can see the the, the place where they're going to retire or that is already retired and and this paradigm shift that I'm talking about is looking at the world in a different way and what I mean by that is that when you're young in your 20s in your 30s even in your 40s and you're building you're working you're you're when you're in that period of your financial life being more aggressive, being more long-term view-oriented, taking more risk, all that kind of stuff is, is maybe more appropriate than it is once you reach the point where now you're going to retire. Because if you're within five years of retirement or you're already retired, I would say this is not the time for you to be taking large risks. In fact, I would say this is the time for you to start thinking and we have a, an investment principle that says that protection of principle, I'm sorry, growth is important, but protection of principle is even more important. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Well, wow. I love you back, baby. <laughs> but the important thing in that statement is that, yes, growth is important, but protection of principle is even more important. Now, when you're 25 or 35 or whatever, you know, protection of principle may not be such a high thing on your list. And I get that. But once you get into that phase, it, we believe it's very important. Now, many studies have looked at what's, what's uh, the kind of risks that you face. And one of them is called systematic risk. Systematic risk means when do you have the loss in your investments, early in your retirement, late in your retirement. And that kind of risk of losing large amounts of money, many studies have shown that if you lose money early in your retirement, you, you significantly impair the ability of your money to last as long as you do. Now, that one's a little bit more difficult to understand, but we can show it to you. But the one that I think is easy to understand is if you lose a lot of money the year before you want to retire, are you still going to be able to retire? I think that one you can get, right? That one's easy to understand. So let me go over why losses are so much, in my view, da more dangerous than worrying about gains. All right? So let me, let me give you an example. Let's say you have $100. And that $100, you invest it, and now it loses 50% of its value because it went way down. It was a, a crash, you know, a dot-com or a, something like that. So you, now you've lost 50%. So your $100 is now worth $50. So how much return? You lost 50%. What return do you now need to make on your money to get back to the 100 that you were at? Surprisingly, a lot of people would say, well, I need to make the same 50%. I lost 50%, I make 50%, I get back to even. Well, no, you don't. Because if you've got $50 and you make 50% on that, you've now made $25. You add that to the 50, you're now sitting at $75. You're not back to the 100 anymore. So, Shazam. yes, <laughs> Gomer Pyle. <laughs> so if you lose 50% of your money, you have to double it to get back to even, meaning you have to make 100% return on that 50 to get it back to the $100 you had originally. So losses, to recoup from losses, it's very, very difficult. And, and it, you know, in some cases, it can take years. And in many cases, I, I've seen where people have not ever come back and they've never, they, they've never been able to recoup. And, and what exacerbates the problem is, or, or is that if you are retired, and again, I'm using the example of you, you just lost 50% of your money, but let's say you're living on it. If you're living on it, now you're living on the $50 you got left, and you're taking money out of the $50 while you're trying to get it back to the 100 
farmers call that eating your seed corn. And if you do enough of that, then if, when growth season comes, you may not have any seeds left to plant. So you, in, in my view, you don't want to put yourself in that, in that situation. You don't want to be in a situation where you're having to cut way back on your standard of living or that you have to not retire and keep working when you wanted to retire. You, th those are situations that large losses can cause. There's no doubt about it. I think there's no doubt. So how do you avoid that? Well, I, our vision of how you avoid that is you have a strategy to address it. And, you know, we have a strategy that is called invest and protect. And uh, it is a, a mathematical strategy, so it's not subject to our, uh, you know, soothsaying abilities or our crystal ball or anything like that. It looks at what the market is doing, and it looks at the, the probability that we are now going to head into a big, bad bear market. And then it tells us it's time for us to get out. And as you guys know, last year, uh, the day before the pandemic was actually announced by the World Health Organization, our strategy said to get out. And we all know what happened last year, you know, the market went down significantly. And so avoiding those kinds of big, bad losses like that, we want to do that for you. If you're not a client, we'd like you to be a client so we can, uh, and we'd like to do it for our clients. So our strategy is all around, we're, we're conservative, we're defensively oriented, okay, guilty as charged. So growth is important. But protection of principle is even more important in our view. Now, if that resonates, if you think that makes sense to you, then go to our website. It's rpoa.com, and uh, you can attend our seminars. You can watch our videos. Uh, you can read our articles, listen to our podcasts. But more importantly, you can also visit with one of our retirement planners. So click on meet with an advisor when you get there and schedule a time to sit down with one of our planners and we'll go through with you. We'll help you to make social security decisions. Do you have enough money to retire on decisions? Uh, how to invest your money so as to not take more risk than you need to decisions. We'll talk about our invest and protect strategy. We'll do a ton of stuff with you and we'll hopefully give you a plan and no charge or obligation. If you like what you see, great. And if not, that's fine too. Either way, there's no charge, there's no obligation and we will part friends. I don't know how to say I thank you except I thank well, you. Frankie, you are welcome. Well, you know what? Uh, so rpoa.com. Now, we're going to take a break. and we come back, we're going to answer the burning question, do you need a living trust? So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Thank you, Jack. And this is the time of the show where we talk about uh, estate planning. We talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. And in case you didn't know who I am, I am Ken Morafe, and I am the host, and I am Senior Retirement Planner at Retirement Planners of America. Our website is rpoa.com, and we have all kinds of information about retirement planning on there for you, and I hope you'll go and engage with all of that. So this is the part of the show we talk about uh, estate planning. And this week, I want to talk with you about the living trust. Do you need it? Who needs it? And how does it work? Okay, so let's go into that. And uh, there, there are basically three reasons why you may want to have a living trust. The first one is if you're worried about privacy, because a will is a very public document. Anybody can go down to the courthouse, and essentially it's kind of like a reference book. They can take it out. They can read who you left what to, how much it was, all, everything that's in your will, they can go read that. Now, if you don't want that to happen, you want it to be private, a living trust is a private document. The second thing, the second reason why you may want to have um, a, a living trust is because you're concerned about contestation or you have a uh, Brady Bunch family, shall we say. Um, so you want to uh, make sure that nobody's going to come in and contest your will. 
Well, the the living trust is a very proactive document. You have to talk to an attorney. You have to draft the document. There's a lot of work that goes into making it happen, and therefore it makes the contestation of that document very very difficult for some weird event to happen. The other the the main reason why we think you should have a, a living trust is to avoid probate. And for most of you listening to this show, probate is not something that you should be overly concerned about. In some states like Texas, it's about uh, 60 days and, and uh, about $1,000 at the most. So it's a very fast, streamlined process in many states. In the state that you're in, it may be complicated. But really, the driving factor behind why you should, have, you should want to avoid probate is the complexity of your estate. So you could it's not the size of it. You could be worth $100 million, but if it's all sitting in one account and, all, and upon your death, you know, probating that one account is easy, then there's no need in that, view, in that situation probably to have a living trust. However, you could have a smaller estate but have all kinds of real estate everywhere and this and rental properties and all that kind of stuff. Or you could reside in a state where it's, it's problematic, in which case then a living trust would make total sense for you. So the important thing to remember, though, is that living trusts do not save you any income taxes. They do not save you any estate taxes. They do not protect you from lawsuits. So they don't do all the things that you think of when you think of a trust. They're basically you. They have your soul, it has your social security number. It's you in absentia, basically. So the living trust isn't for everybody. Make sure you talk to your attorney. Make sure you uh, understand what that's all about before you do it. Most likely, I'd say most people listening to the show don't need it. Now, let me tell you that if you are over 50, retired, or retiring soon, you should go to our website and learn all about us at rpoa.com. Well, you know what? This show is over already. I hope you have enjoyed it as much as I have enjoyed making it for you. We'll see you next week. Same time, same channel. Bye-bye, everybody. All right, now it's time for what the lawyers make me do, so stay tuned for this one. Ken Morave is a controlling owner and investment advisor representative of MMWKM Advisors LLC doing business as Money Matters with Ken Morave, which is an SEC registered investment advisor. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Listeners should not rely on the content of this broadcast as the sole basis for any investment decisions. A professional advisor should be consulted and or independent due diligence should be conducted before implementing implementing any of the options referenced. The individuals who direct the Money Matters buy, hold, and sell strategy since 2011 are the same individuals who are responsible for managing a subset of client accounts using the same buy, hold, and sell strategy at Eagle Strategies LLC, a different SEC-registered investment advisor until 2008, and at Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, a different SEC-registered investment advisor and broker-dealer from 2009 to 2011. Money Matters has been using this same buy and hold and sell strategy since its inception in 2011. Like all investment strategies, the Money Matters buy, hold, and sell strategy is not guaranteed. It is possible that our sell signal can incorrectly predict that a bear market, which is generally accepted as a 20% drop in the market index, will occur. For example, in 2015, our sell signal anticipated a bear market that did not transpire. As a result, clients and listeners affected by our sell signal did not achieve maximum account performance. In addition, when the buy, hold, and sell strategy is implemented, affected investors will incur transactions 
transaction costs and taxable accounts will incur tax consequences. Generally, when implementing the, the sell strategy, Money Matters believes that the benefit of avoiding bear markets outweighs the burden of these transaction costs and tax consequences. Awards, rankings, and recognition by an unaffiliated rating services or publications including Barron's, Financial Times, and Forbes are not indicative of Money Matters' future performance or its client's investment success. Should not be construed by a client or prospective client as a guarantee that such client will experience a certain level of performance if Money Matters is engaged or continues to be engaged to provide investment advisory services and should not be reviewed as an endorsement of Money Matters by any of its clients. Rankings published by an unaffiliated rating services or publications are generally based on information prepared and or submitted by the recognized advisor or advisory firm. References to Barron's Top 100 Independent Advisors rankings were published 2012 through 2019. References to Financial Times Top 300 Advisors ranking are based on annual rankings published in 2019. References to Financial Advisor Magazine's Top 100 Registered Investment Advisors are based on annual rankings published in 2019, 20, and 21. References to Forbes Magazine Best in State Wealth Advisors are based on annual rankings published in 2020. References to Inc.'s 5,000 Fastest Growing Companies are based on ranking published in 2019. Working with a highly rated or ranked advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a higher level of performance. Please refer to the important disclosures provided on our website at www.moneymatters.net for a complete description of the criteria used and circumstances related to any such awards, rankings, ratings, or recognition. This program should not be construed by any client or prospective client as a solicitation to affect or attempt to affect transactions and securities or the rendering of professional personalized investment advice. All investments and investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. And there can be no assurance that the future performance of any specific investment or investment strategy, including those discussed in this broadcast, will be profitable or equal any historical performance levels. Investment strategies such as asset allocation, diversification, or rebalancing do not assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. Any target referenced on this broadcast is not a prediction or projection of actual investment results, and there can be no assurance that any target will be achieved. Any index performance data referenced in this broadcast has been compiled by the respective copyright holders, trademark holders, or publication slash distribution right owners of each index for comparison purposes only. Money Matters makes no express or implied warranty for any decisions taken by any party in reliance upon such indices or the information discussed. Investors cannot invest directly in an index. Due to the various factors, including changing market conditions, the information discussed in this broadcast may no longer be reflective of current positions or recommendations. While information presented is believed to be factual and up-to-date, Money Matters does not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. The tax and estate planning information discussed is general in nature, is provided for the informational purposes only, and should not be construed as legal or tax advice. Listeners should consult an attorney or tax professional regarding their specific legal or tax situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Morayf or Money Matters. Wow, that is all I have to say about that.